Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan. We'll get back to your calls. Talking Jets, Belichick, talking Nick. So, hold, hold, hold on yeah. a sec here. So yeah. I, I meant to do this earlier. Okay. And this is... Ah, this is... What? What do you got? This is... This is going to hurt you. You this, waited this three gonna, hours to hurt me? What I do forgot. You mean? I honestly, we got so okay. into the Belichick stuff, and then yeah. Connor came in, and the Knicks stuff is popping. This would destroy me if I was you. So, you know, Daryl was at the Nick game last night. I did see something like that on social media. I saw a picture of it. He was celebrity row. Yeah, he, I remember his son played at Maryland, so obviously Strowman, a big basketball fan. My first thought, even though he's straw, like I get it, my first thought was... Is he still like big enough to oh, get? Stop! A Don't front... disparage Stroll. No, no, like that. I, you know on, I love Stroll, but I'm serious. My front, like front row seat, like that floor seat at the Garden Nick's against Nuggets? the champions. Yeah, I, I, that, I guess Stroll, that, yeah, that's Aaron Jones enough? territory. Yeah, I, I got you. you know I, got, I, mean? I got Beyonce, Jay Z. Yeah, I got right, you. Right. All right. So when they put him up on the big board, and I was watching the game, obviously on T. Oh, that, yeah, was that TNT? Yeah, that was, last night wasn't MSG. I was watching on uh, on cable. It was on MSG too. I wasn't it? watching MSG. Yeah, okay. I was watching on the uh, on the national. I like to mm. get the when they play national. I like to kind of get the national commentary just okay. to kind of see what others think about the Knicks. Not that I really care. We right. really care what anybody thinks, especially what they think about Brunson and uh, Randall. Yeah. But anyway, so they put him up on the the big board, and it's awesome. It says New York baseball legend, no right. doubt, and he of is course. right. Yeah. Did you hear what ensued? No. What you do you don't mean? know this. Oh, I, I actually thought you would have found out. I'm by assuming now. they cheered him. What? Of course they cheered him. Half the population did. What do you or mean? Maybe should I say 70%? What do you What do you mean? Give me that wig. I did <laughs> give a little wig there. They didn't. Hold on. They had Yankee highlights with straw. All Yankee highlights? And then they played the yes theme as they serenaded Daryl. The, the Yankee theme? Yep. The Yes Baseball Yankee theme. Get the hell out of here. I swear to God, nothing about the Mets. No, they didn't. I don't even believe it. Is there video out there? Yeah. Now, is this on the garden? Yeah. I'm saying, like, it's their decision to do this stuff, right? Yeah, it was their jumbotron. Now, think about that. For whatever... They play to competing, like, they kind of compete with Yes on, on some on some level, yet they're playing Yes music at the Garden. Well, wouldn't it just be the Yankees? I don't even know what the, I mean, I, I'm not familiar with hey, the you Yes music. You could have played Meet the Mets. Right. No, you could have played the, the song that I always play. We got the teamwork to make the dream work. Right. Instead, they opted well, for the no, Yankee you would, theme. You would play the Met theme like anytime, wow. that, anytime that a Met is there, that they play the Met theme. pitiful. So you're saying they played the Yankee theme and Yankee highlights. No Met highlights. No Mets theme. See, th- that's, that is pathetic beyond belief and it would it is making me irate 
Daryl Strawberry is being honored this year mm-hmm. to have his number retired by the Mets. Daryl Strawberry is a Met. Who at the Garden is running things over there? The only thing I could think of is some young either people or person yeah. that don't remember or know the history and just initially say, oh, I remember Daryl Strawberry and think that he was a Yankee. Yeah, but that's, that, a, that, that's a horrible miss by whoever's at the garden running that. That's an egregious one. Either that or the person who runs the Jumbotron just has an affinity for uh, maybe more championships. And they now, place emphasis there. Now, Hoff just brought up a good point. Remember the MSG Yeser merging mm-hmm. for that? Remember the, uh, like yeah. the, the, but still, either, either way, is, either way, your boy got slighted. He has nothing to do with yes. Well, he, that he, I know he, of. he was a Yankee. So some of his highlights are on yes. So what? Well, He's a Met. Well, he was also a Yankee. Strawberry's at the game. You got to have him as a Met. His number's being retired as a Met. If I'm Steve Cohen and I find out that, I'm like, hey, Daryl, you know about your day in June? Yeah. About that. Why don't you go ask Hal if he's going to well, retire no, that's not Daryl's That's not Daryl's fault that they – It's not Daryl's fault. Up. Yeah, but you can't penalize Daryl. Somebody's got to pay the The poor the price. guy's there just watching a good basketball game, and, you know, he gets his knees taken out because they ignore half of his career. And they introduce him as a Yankee. He's a Met. Uh, his also, number's going to be retired as a Met. That's an embarrassment. It's also a Yankee. Whoever did that should be ashamed of themselves at the Garden. I don't care. What are they going to do? Ban me further? I can't go in anyway. Not to mention, I don't want to pay 300 bucks for a ticket. Oh, that, that's embarrassing at MSG. You went to the Knicks games last year. You played a couple hundred bucks for yeah, those not anymore. Tickets. I'm trying to buy a house. <laughs> and plus, now I'm offended. That is. Just like when they when they banned Oakley, they banned me. I refused to go to the, you know, I had like a year or two banned. Yeah, and you went back to the playoffs. Yeah, we well, understand. A Rangers I mean, fan. When can't you're not do it forever. Fan, I understand. I love Oak, but yeah. I wanted to go see, you know, I got to take my nephew to see the Rangers. I don't blame you. Just like Darren wanted to see the Knicks who were red hot. Apparently the uh, people who run the uh, the show think he's uh, just a Yankee. Well, Shaw couldn't have said, hey, guys, when you introduce me. Well, what's he going to do? Stand up and say, hey, stop clapping. I'm also a Met and a Dodger and a Giant? No, no. What do you want the poor guy to do? It's Be- not his fault. He got dragged into it. Before time, he knew, I'm sure he knew that he was going to be introduced. He couldn't say, hey, you know, you're going to run. Mets highlights? Wait a or? second. Do you think that... No, that, that is unfair. There is no... Do you think that when... when Because the way it goes, for those who don't know, is and Darryl I know you Strawberry know this. Is Daryl Strawberry a Met or a Yankee? He's both. No, come on. Come, come on, what? What do you remember Daryl Strawberry I remember for? him hitting three home runs in the game as a Yankee. I remember Get multiple championships. I, I, I think you're asking me what I remember. You don't be a Yankee homer. You know the truth. I remember him hitting the scoreboard in St. Louis back in 85. I remember him basically hitting one out of Montreal exhibition. Uh, was that exhibition? Montreal hitting yeah, the roof on right. opening day. Uh, but Olympic, I remember, uh, I remember Olympic the championships yeah. a lot. Uh, now, I here's the problem, though, Sal. Like, he's a Met. His number's yeah, going to be no, retired I know he's a Met. Doc and I know. He's yeah. also a Yankee. So when, you can't show him in that event, though, in that scenario as a Yankee. Especially now. Well, they should have done both is if, what they should have done. If this happened five years ago, I would still be bothered by it and think it's wrong. But it wouldn't be a big deal. He's literally just now getting his number retired by the Mets. Well, Garden doesn't care about that. That means nothing to they, him. They're Nor stupid. Well, it's, it's not their fault. Now, listen, here's the problem. And the way it goes, for those who don't know, say our buddy Jerry Ferrara or mm. Steve Sharippa. Or, Your buddy, Jerry well, Ferrara. You know, he's, he's an extension. Eh, you know, turtle, I, whatever. I don't I mean, know. Oh, you just foul about everything now, yeah. huh? Eh. Uh, this is going to be a joy so the next, yeah, next 50 minutes with this guy. Yeah. Miserable. Uh, now I'm sour. Was Seinfeld oh, cool that Nick fan. Okay, Stern yeah. when he wasn't afraid to leave his house. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting there, right, front row, and they come up and they tell you you're going to be, and the camera literally is in front of your face, yeah. right? Is Darryl I remember? St- remember they have us on at the uh, the Islanders games? 
Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm thinking A-listers, not us. I'm not thinking C-listers. So when when that happens and the camera guy from MSG says, hey, Darren, we'll put you up on the board. He's like, all right, cool. So he's not caught off guard, picking his nose or doing something weird. (laughs) Is he supposed to say... Do you have me up there as a Matt or a Yankee? No. He's supposed to smile. No, I can't put it on him. Well, Although, you did, though. He might, well, because I'm you mad. Take it back. I got take it back. back. All right, I don't blame Dow. I'm go. sorry. But if I'm Steve Cohen, I'm still mad. Actually, forget Steve Cohen. If I'm me, I'm mad. <laughs> it's disrespectful. It, it, it's, it is but Mets are retiring his number. He was an 86 Met. That's what he's known for being. The Mets drafted him. He came up through the ranks, won a World Series. Doc and Darryl, He's his number's being retired this year. And you're going to... Show Yankee highlights? Get the hell well, out of here. At least they didn't show the Dodgers and the Giants. I mean, that would have been. It, it might know, as well. I mean, listen, That's, if they that... came back to New York, they probably would have over over the Mets. I mean, my yeah, God. That's a miss, man. Like, I understand it's a miss. It's like Jason Kidd uh-huh. going to City Field to throw out the first pitch and the Mets running back a Knicks highlight <laughs> for from they, the 54 win season. They won 54 games. Yeah. I, mean, I know what right. you're saying. I know. He's so, a net. Well, but he, he's also a Yankee. You can scream that as loud as you want, and you're not wrong, but he's also Yankee. Can I look up one thing real quick? Yeah. I have it, okay? Yeah. I just want to just compare postseason. I just want to see one thing. Well, how many years was well, he Well, no, no, I'm Yankees? not going to look at totality. He's, the, he's a man. Drafted, developed, right. came up at eight, well, 18, 19, whatever. Total years of the, year. of the Yanks. Uh, total years, at least five, I would think. Hold on, let me see. Which is a lot. Uh, one, two, three. Five years, exactly yeah. five. All right, so postseason batting. Okay, so I'm going to give you home runs. He had three, four, five home runs as a Yankee. Mm-hmm. Three total. Yeah, I, mean, I want to make sure I'm not missing anything. Home. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. He had six home runs as a Yankee. Total in his Yankee. No, nope, I'm sorry. He had five. He, okay. he, he, total was a Yankee as a Yankee. Five, right. five, five, he five. Definitely five. I know I messed that up. Head. Five. He had four as a Met. Get the hell out of I'm here! Looking That's at it. it. He had more home runs in the postseason oh, well, as a Yankee. Also, remember too the expanded postseason. How much does the, that hurt? The, it doesn't hurt. You didn't the extra know that. Series, no, the extra, you didn't know that. Nah, the extra series in there, of course it is. All right, Adam is calling from South Jersey. Oh, He's man. a Met. That's the bottom line. And if you don't know it, and you work at Madison Square Garden, maybe you should be looking for another job. That's pathetic. <laughs> With All the right, Mets, they'll hire you. Yeah, maybe you could be the DH. Up, guys, how you doing today? Great show as always. First, you know, on your Doink and Gold Dust thing, oh. I just want to remind you both something because you're both kind of leaning towards Gold Dust. Just remember, whichever one of you ends up as doink, you know, gold dust memory might fade a little. You might be called a clown forever. Mm. Just remember that. I mean, some people you call know? us clowns now. It's fine. Yeah. I wouldn't let that come <laughs> into it. W- it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I, mean, just, I, I wouldn't let that factor in. All right. Now, I want to get to this Belichick thing. You know, today must be Miracle Day because I'm always agreeing with BT. But today, BT, you've lost your mind. Are you in Losersville? What the hell's going on over here? You know, I'm agreeing with Sal here. I want. I just want to hear a couple of facts, BT, and then you tell me if you're still going to lean on what you're leaning on. With Go Belichick, for it. Right? I'm, I'm all ears. So, Go for it. All right. So we got 23 returning head coaches other than the seven job openings. Who's the 23rd in quality coaches out of all the coaches of the head coaches right it's, now? It's our coach. That it's Robert Salva. Mm. It's our coach. Right. He's a, right. So I'd rather have Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck coach the team. Right? Uh, so I mean, that's not fair. But come on, I got that. you. Yep. Well, yep. I mean, I did use all the example right. of my sister before. So Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, maybe not that far off. Not that far off. Right. So oh, now on, I'm going to go to the next thing. You say, you say he only won, right, with, with Brady, which is true. He's only won with Brady, an established winning quarterback. What's Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is an established winning quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of, Bill's not going to be tinkering with the roster 
drafting people, anything like that. What is going to disappear is the in-game mistakes, the clock mismanagement, the inability to, as they say, keep your cheeks tight when it's tight. You know, that's the one thing Salah really doesn't have. And, you know, wouldn't it be a nice circle, right? And listen, I'm like you, BT. That man may be miserable for a quarter. Thanks for the the call, Adam. You know, we're watching MSG here in studio, and it just we're watching the rerun of the Nick game, and they just happened to show Daryl. They showed all the celebrities at the game. Spree was there. So they, yeah, yeah. Katie did they Couric. run? Did they run a Warriors package to acknowledge Spree? I mean, is that what they did? Lundquist was there as well. Did they show his highlights when he signed with the Washington Capitals? I know he never played for him, but did they say, "Oh, look who's in the building"? Former Washington Capital great Henrik Lundquist. I mean, what are you doing? Strawberries and Met. Get your act together, MSG. <laughs> Kill me. It's embarrassing. I'm dead. I mean, my God, it's free roll. Can you imagine they show they show him choking out PJ Carlson? <laughs> that would the be Warriors? awesome if they had footage of that. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. It's just unfortunately for you, representative of yeah, sec- you know, secondary status. That, that's exactly right, and that's exactly why it bothers me. You're ex- you nailed it. I'm sick and tired of it. I play second fiddle to no one as a Met fan. Or as a talk show host. <laughs> we play second fiddle to no one. There you go. No, but come on. You're exactly right. It's the little brother it thing. It would bother it's me, the... too. It would, that, would, that would infuriate me. I'd, I'd be, I would He's raged. a Met. He's going to retiring well, well, his number. Well, he, he's also a Yankee. The Mets, the Mets are retiring his number. Come on. Oh. Dude, God, what are we doing here? The disrespect. I told you, like, one of the, I just can't tolerate disrespect. Yeah. That is disrespect of the highest level to the Met fan. Well, is it disrespect to the Met fan or is it, you know, a tip of the cap to the Yankee fan? Do you think it was a Depends mistake? Depends how you look at it. Do you think it was a mistake or a troll job? Mistake. I don't think that was on 10. I, no, I don't believe that. I don't. Now, there could be something to, to honestly, and Hoff brings up a good point. First one all week. Uh, the the MSG yes merge. Yeah, you know, business is business here. But it's not. Well, I can I can further infuriate my boy a little bit here. So if Sal, he were a yes analyst, fine. If it were David Cohen, fine. Even though I look at Coney, even still as more as Met, you can say whatever you want about the Yankees. But it, yeah, yeah, it was well, a, it was a uh, David Cohen was a terrific Met. I, one more at the Yankees. Yeah, he was there longer, right? I mean, you can look at the hey. resume, but still, like at least those are. I don't that, think you're going to win this game because no. even Dwight couldn't throw no hitter for us. Yeah, but still, Doc but is still a what? Yeah, Doc's a met. That's what I'm you saying. You needed like, Santana's one hitter to finally get over the. I mean, it's no oh. hitter to finally get yeah. over the hump. Yeah, they get to show Tom Seaver uh, Yankee uh, broadcast highlights if he were in the building. You know what I mean? I mean, come on. You think know what's about funny it. about that? And you know, Seaver's guy he was amazing. I didn't like him, not because of the Met thing. As I was too analyst. young to even. I just thought he was boring in the booth. Him and. And I know he really respected Phil, and they had a pretty good rapport. I just never felt the Seaver in the booth with the Yankee thing. Uh, I just didn't. All right, so back to the matter at hand here, because just to, not to cut our last caller off, but we did get distracted a little bit. I'm in agreement with him. Not that, because we did talk about the disparity between Salah and anybody else, so we understand that. But this is actually something that is plausible. Belichick is there. Like, as much as you doubt the future or his plan – or, you know, is he on the wrong side? It's still significantly better than what you have. Imagine. And he could return as HC of the NYJ. Yeah. Close the chapter with a great quarterback because your best argument or your only argument against Belichick is that he can't win without the great quarterback. Well, he's got one here. It's not my only argument. 
And oh, it's the best one, I think. Well, yeah, it might be, but the other one that I strongly believe, I mean, I can't prove this because that would, I, I'd be tapping into the future and I just don't know the results. Of course, I leave the mm. window a little bit ajar that he could win if he goes somewhere else w- without Brady. And I just don't think he's a modern fit right. for the NFL. So forget about Brady. I don't feel as if he's evolved. Right, but two years you have. Max, two years. Two-year yeah, deal. I'm not interested. I'm just, it's not appealing. Right, I BT. mean, we could do this all day. I just well, don't we, want him. Well, we kind of have. We got 40 minutes to go. <laughs> BT. BT and Sal. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call of the Day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan. Today's Call of the Day is brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. And I remember talking to Mike because Mike traded from, I think, 6-3. to three, And I said to him, like, dude, like, why did you not? Was that with the Colts? He traded with the Colts, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yep, Went up to it. three. Yep. And I remember saying, like, dude, like, weren't you nervous? Like, that, that the Giants were going to go quarterback, quarterback, and suddenly you're landing the number three, which would have been Josh Rosen because the, the, after drafting Hackenberg, they weren't going to go with a developmental project like Allen again. It's like he goes... Honestly, he goes, no, because we had our sources that said the Giants were so locked in on Barkley at number two. And I was like, well, like, that's, I mean, I have sources too. Anytime you break a story, there's always like that slight hesitation. Like, is this person lying to me? You know what I mean? Like, I was like, are you worried? He goes, I wasn't worried until the morning of the draft happened and we got word that it wasn't Sam going one, that Baker was going one. Because, like, everyone was convinced Sam was going one. To the point when uh, Sam took his visit to the Jets, Christopher Johnson was talking to him about where to live in Cleveland. So the Jets thought they were getting Baker? They thought they were getting Baker at three. So They traded up specifically for him or just one or the other? No, they thought they were getting Baker. They had Sam was their number one quarterback that they thought they were getting Baker. They thought they were getting Baker. They thought they were getting Baker. It was Sam one, Barkley two, Baker three. So he goes, I was like, did you ever get worried? He goes, the only time I got worried was when we got worried in the morning that it was going to be Baker one. He goes, because I knew that the only person that loved Sam more than anyone in the world was John Elway. And he was with the Broncos. He goes, and I was petrified that John was going to call the Giants at number two and offer the house for number two in order to get Sam Darnold. And I was like, really? He goes, and I found out, he goes, after the fact, I saw John wherever. And he goes, I said to him, I was like, I was was surprised you didn't do that. Like, I really thought you were going to try to jump us. They did. Dave wouldn't answer the phone. Dave was so locked in on number two that he wouldn't answer the phone. Yeah. So Dave was like, when Dave said, like when Dave said at his press conference, when Dave said at his post game press conference, they didn't even take calls. They ran it up to get Barkley. He was not lying. Like he was dead accurate. Like he was. He would not answer the phone. And the Broncos were willing to come up to number two to get up. They wanted Darnold. 
That was Connor Hughes in studio. Now, thinking back, because obviously it's a while ago, but I remember in the time the whole thing about the Jets traded up to three thinking that they'd be okay with getting one of their guys. I remember they loved Darnold. Uh, you know, obviously we know how that fell uh, or the way that it played out. And I also remember Gettleman basically saying how much he loved Barkley, and we knew about that. I didn't either hear or I forgot the fact that Denver did try to trade up. Me too. Dude, that makes it even worse. <laughs> what is Gettleman doing? It was a horrible idea to begin with. I said, do not take it. If you don't like a quarterback, trade down and take a lineman or whatever. Otherwise, take a quarterback, which they needed. But the idea you would, A, take a running back, and B, ignore mm-hmm. what Elway would be willing to give you. Think about how that could have changed the fortunes of the Giants. Oh, my God. It's his Dude. It's night and day. That's as reckless as you can possibly get. With you know, by the way, Sal, I wouldn't be surprised over history. There's a lot more stories like that that just went, you know, not undetected, but um, kept under wraps. I mean, think about all the draft stories, the right. war rooms, the, the there, barroom conversations when, you know, back then you could sit there with writers and different right. different world with no cameras. Like, I, I, I now it, it's unique because it's one of our teams, but... Yeah, that's a crazy story, though. Well, and and usually it's not as effective. Like, even if it did, and I think it did come out at the time or whatever, I just was not aware of it. Mm-hmm. But it's less effective then than it is now, even more so with that particular move. Like, it was bad enough then, but I think now, even looking back, seeing what these hauls, you know, the return hauls for a top pick can do yeah. to your franchise, seeing how it played out for the Giants since... My God, it makes it even worse. Anyway, it was fun having Connor Hughes in studio. We appreciate him coming by. BT and Sal on the fan. Rich is calling from Montclair. What's up, Rich? Hey, Rich. Too long. Sorry. John is calling from Westport. What's up, John? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call. I appreciate it. Uh, First time calling. Uh, I think you guys have become must-listen radio. So congrats. Thank you. Um, that's, that's a great compliment. Thank but you, But, hey, you know, just want, wanted to get back to earlier. You talked about great Nick trades. Wanted to get, you know, one trade, I think, that really relates to OG is when the Knicks traded for Dave DeBusher in the 68-69 season. Way before and, my time, so it doesn't register. But I, I'm, I'm all for hearing about why you think that that was the best. No, so what happened there was they traded Walt Bellamy, who was the center. DeBusher comes over. Wilt, uh, uh, Willis slides over to center, and they get to the Eastern Conference Finals in '69. A year later, who they, they play? Did they play Baltimore there? No, they played the Celtics. Gotcha. In, Keep in going. The Conference Finals in '69. Got it. So, and I think honestly, I think OG is the modern day Dave DeBusher. I mean, similar. He's not wow. the rebounder that DeBusher was, obviously, but better shooter, better defender. Maybe not as good a passer as DeBusher was, and. You know, we'll see, but I think he's just a he's well, a great fit yep. for the offense and has really sort of just, you know, fit in seamlessly. So well, here's I, the I, thing, I John. He, let me – I want your opinion on this. Yep. So don't hang up. So, all right, yep. I'm going to say that the Knicks have their Frazier, even though a little bit different stylistically, right, yep. but they had their Frazier and Brunson. Who's the yep. Willis Reed? Well, you know – that, I guess that's just to further, just to further that, it. it's Julius. No, but you know, you know, mm. you could, say, you know, it's not Randall, but again, but I think it's not. It, it's sort of, it opened up when DeBusher came. It, it kind of opened up that Nick offense, and I think getting getting rid of obviously RJ and uh, 
and quick, yeah. I think it's opened up the Knicks offense. So no, no, I, I, I understand that, and I love the trade, and I think the Knicks are going to be a pain in the ass. I don't care who yep. they play or where they play. And thank you for the call, and thank you for the kind words, John. Also making, having you make that call for the first time to us here. But that other Knicks team, again, even before my time, you know, where was the Bill Bradley? Or who was the Bill Bradley on this team? Like, if you're going to say that OG represents the Busher, don't you think you need all the other pieces to be replicated to have the same impact? I, You know, I love these conversations because for years, now the only team that I grew up rooting for that actually won, you know, I'm not counting the 86 Mets, although you could count them and, and say the same thing, but the 94 Rangers. And every year from there, it's always like, okay, well, who's going to play Leach's part or Richter's part? Like, they need a, a legit goalie. Need a top defenseman, need the captain and leader. Even but the you, other guys like McTavish and yeah, those right, guys. That's exactly right. So you because you saw it work, so you want to build it similarly. Where are these guys going to play those roles? Now, obviously the sport has evolved. So as I'm going through the the hearing you guys talk about it, you know, I'm thinking in the nineties, Knicks. Well, who's the Ewing on this team? That would be Brunson. But then the game has evolved to a different point where it doesn't even make sense to go over the rest because the Knicks back then outside of Ewing, and I know that even then it was thin as far as talent, like they never had that real number two, but dude, when you think about it, that's a Knicks team that went to the finals and was a hair away from winning a championship. Mm-hmm. With, Several times. With, with, as, with as much as I love Starks and Oakley and all the surrounding parts, yep. the talent was no, it just was, not even close to being there. It was elevated by Riley. It was somewhat offset by hard work and toughness, right. and then you know, Ewing was, was great enough to kind of pull it through. You know what I would love? This just entered my head. I'm not really specific mm-hmm. necessarily to the, the trade uh, comparison that John made, but I would love to see the take take the 73 championship or 69. Either season, it doesn't matter. Go back and take the Knicks that year or the Celtics or the other powerhouses, right? Uh, Lakers. And uh, for every game, get the point spread. Okay, Follow me on this. Get the point spread for every game. During that 69 season. Did they even have that? Yeah, of okay. course you could gamble, sure. And I would almost guarantee that the favorites back then won or covered so much more than now. Two reasons. Two reasons why bad teams cover sometimes unexpectedly in the NBA. Number one. Don't play hard. Not every. That's exactly what I've written down. Yeah. Not everybody plays hard. And the three-point shot, which is an equalizer. Back then... Right, it's such a variable. Oh. Some nights they go down, some nights they don't. Yeah, so back then, if you were clearly the more talented team, everybody was playing hard. Nobody can get hot from three and do something wacky. I would I would, I would think it was easier to bet back then. Such a, such a different... You're right. Such a different game to where it's evolved. But bigger point being, the Knicks, this current version of them, are putting together a team with pieces that fit each other well. Not enough teams in all of sports do that. We've talked about it with the Mets. We've talked about it with the Yankees. They just stockpile talent, which I understand to a certain extent, you've got to build a team. And that is something that Leon Rose and Tom Thibodeau have done very, very well here. Coming and together. Dolan's let them. That Let's be true. fair. The owner gets Dolan's credit because he stayed out of the yes, way. Yes, finally. And not meddled. And well, yeah. who knows what goes on really behind the scenes. I but we you. see in the actions that 
He's not getting in the way and screwing this plan up. Mm-hmm. Rose has been disciplined. He's been smart. He's working together with Tibbs on Opportuni- identifying. Opportunistic. Yeah, that's exactly right. Identifying what they want, what they need, and then going out there and getting it. And also basing it off of what they already have. To your point about the Villanova thing, and it became a joke. Oh, look at the Knicks, Villanova. Yeah, but it helps them play together. Yeah, yeah. It, it helps the camaraderie, the chemistry. Helps you know they know they know each other as teammates. So that that goes a long way. They may not have the most talent. They don't, mm-hmm. but they play well together as a team, and they fit and they fit so much better. And you're seeing the difference since the RJ Emmanuel quickly. OJ, uh, OG Ananobi trade. The thing that I love about the Villanova core, I mean, don't you know, I'm not going to count Archie Diakono, not this, but he doesn't play. Uh, the three players is that, you know, first of all, they, again, I said this a couple of hours ago, but I didn't, I didn't say this part. Like, what I did say was they're all fundamentally sound, Jay Wright, Villanova proud, you know, good students to get there. And okay. But they're also all overachievers. Every one of them. Josh Hart's not jumping over you. Josh Hart is just getting to the right spot, reading angles off the backboard, the anticipation. That's why he's such a great rebounder for a guard. Jalen Brunson, I mean, if Jalen Brunson, if he didn't work as hard, he'd either be in Europe or he'd be the 10th man on a bad team. And Dante DiVincenzo is, I think, I do think he's stereotyped a little bit, and I do think he's a lot more talented than some people think, but... You know, he wasn't a, uh, although he was a very, he was high. What, what did he go, eighth or ninth? Yeah, and I always liked him. But he's not your prototypical, you know, two-guard in the NBA. Right. There's just not many white guys that play two-guard in the NBA. There's just not. So I, I think that this team is built in, in such an interesting, sustainable way. The other thing that happened last night, and I really believe this, not for us because we're watching no matter what. Last night, the Knicks turned the corner, and right now, moving forward, the Knicks are officially, you ready for it? Must Watch. Agreed. Officially. Agreed 100%. I felt that way. Matter of fact, I'll just take you through a quick thing before we break here. You know, I do these WFAN daily podcasts, one a day, Monday through Friday, and I was going to do Belichick was going to be the lead last night. And then I'm watching the Knicks game. I go, I got the Knicks have to be the lead here. Mm-hmm. I got to talk about the Knicks because that, you're right, that feel. Yeah. Where I know it's midseason and we don't get into it, especially because the Knicks have been bad for so long. They're not a main talking point. Last night was, I think, the beginning of them becoming a consistent regular talking point moving forward. All right, Brandon Tierney, Sal, got him back on the fan. Final segment of the week for us before we hand it over to Evan and Tiki on this Friday. Championship Sunday is upon us. I can't believe there are only three football games left. And I really can't believe Bill Belichick does not have a job as far as being a head coach. That's been the theme of the day. We did talk about... Um, Get him a job at the museum with the rest of the fossils. Oh, fit right in. yeah, okay. He'll be sitting back laughing at the Jets with another bad year next year instead of being on the sideline. This is the second time this week where I actually can't like even bring myself to your thought process. We had this with the Yankees, and while I understand why you'd be excited about Soto, I just don't understand how you... Oh, like the whole all-in thing? Yeah, like how you can yeah, accept Yeah, we disagreed that, on that. We disagreed. Right, you're accepting that they're all-in is this. That's I, I, I can't fathom that. And then the Belichick thing, like... This this could be a home run. This could shake this city up. Or it could be a fat Elvis. 
Dude, come on. Fat Elvis is still better than... Is he? Robert what, he's Sala. sweating up there, uh, nine amphetamine pills pumping. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I'm not trying to make light of his habits at the end, but... Man, you better be careful with the jokes that you've been telling around here. Anyway. <laughs> oh, with the dice? Oh, God. That, that <laughs> tell you what. Did you hear the guys in the morning with that? I did. That we was... They, they were, they were, I was crying hearing them laugh. Yeah, I know. That's what was about funny. About it. <laughs> the way Boomer was laughing. His oh, laugh was great. God. Now, we did also talk about Daryl Strawberry being at the Nick game last night and being yeah. introduced as a Yankee courtside Gary from Franklin Square. Courtside Gary? Hi guys, how are you? What's up, Gary? Hey man. No, I, I you know I've, I've called in BT. I, if you remember when when Tiki first took up with you, I invited him to the to, uh, his first day. I invited him to the game, and you go, hold it a minute. He, he's on the job one day. How do you invite him and not invite me? Mm. <laughs> well, because you're a job anyway, sniffer. That's how. Understandable. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm down I'm I'm down there in row one. Uh, I I was behind. Um, I was behind Spreewell last night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Okay. For 25 years. You know, how come so we I didn't get an invite, yeah, Courtside Gary? Invite us. We're you, more you fun. Listen, Tiki while listen hold, hold it. BT, yeah. in my defense, after, after, afterwards, I called back because I wound up with four for the Boston game. I remember I that. I invited you, I remember. Huff, Tiki, and myself. I remember. And it was the game that... That RJ, RJ yeah. hit the buzzer. I remember, and you didn't go. BT? I had something going on with the kids. Invite, uh, invite you. Invite me again with Sal and Hoff, and we're coming. You get four, we'll be there. I don't care who it is. Promise. Very rarely do I get four. Yeah. But anyway, well then, screw like, them. Just take me. <laughs> we'll get two. I, I know. I know the drill down there. They'll come up and approach the person first. Okay. And they'll ask. So the person has no idea what kind of video they're going to put up. But what I'm saying to you is. I've seen people decline. Like, I remember I was sitting behind uh, Justin Tuck one day and is with his wife. His wife is, was about to give birth uh, the, uh, within the month. Uh-huh. And I've seen him decline. So I, I go, to, I go to, to Justin's wife, and my son's name is Justin, and we're right behind them. And I go up. I know we're going up. But he keeps declining. So I go, Mrs. Tuck, could you tell your Justin to, to, to go up on the, junk, on the jumbo screen so my Justin can, can get some airtime. She gives him the elbow. They come over. We go up, and my kid got to be on the jumbo. Nice. <laughs> nice. So Very you nice. think they asked Daryl before time is what you're saying, courtside Gary? 
everybody gets in. They ask everybody. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's so good, and thank you for the call. But they don't ask how you want to be introduced. Of course they ask you. They're going to give you, know, okay, I mean, listen, if you're drunk or if you're sick or if you're with, I mean, you know, if you're with somebody other than your wife or your husband, not that you'd want to sit front row, <laughs> but I mean, you'd be an idiot if you did that. But you never know. Yeah. They ask everybody. Yeah. And Daryl's like, sure, of course. He doesn't know what he's going to say. Yankees, Mets, I mean, the Yes music, SNY music, you know. Meet the Mets. He's a Mets. Let's go, Mets. Come on, you knuckleheads. Introduce him as a Met. Dale is calling from Rockville Center. What's up, Dale? Hey, guys. Big fan of you both. Thank uh, you. Thanks for taking my call. A couple things before I answer my Belichick questions to Sal. Um, I want to be sick now with Gettleman and that phone call with Elway he didn't take. Dude, do you, do you believe that? Like, I'm sure other people have heard about it. I either remember or I either heard about it and forgot or just never heard it. My jaw hit the floor when Connor said that. That is despicable yeah. by Gettleman. Gross. Secondly, that person at MSG should be fired for putting up that uh, that Yankees thing for Daryl Strawberry. Why? He's a so, Yankee. He's a former Yankee. Oh, stop. <laughs> Come on, BT. So let me ask my, my, my pose, my hypothetical to Sal. Let's assume that Belichick knows he's not getting a job this year, right? Let's also assume he's going to sit on the sidelines and know there's a possibility he can get linked up with the Giants in 25 or another team that needs a coach. Why in the world would Belichick ever even take the Jet job? Okay, because, and thank you for the call, Dale, and and this is why I think it's a relevant discussion now as opposed to three weeks ago, two weeks ago, a month ago, whatever. Because I believe, and he said it, I believe Belichick wants to coach. He's not sitting a year out because he needs a break. He's sitting a year out because he doesn't have an opportunity. Now, if the Jets came calling, there is a chance he says, eh, that's not the spot I want to go. There's a chance of that. However, if there were ever an opportunity for Belichick to accept the Jets' job, it's now. He wants back in. He's getting older. He wants the win total record. You're not wasting years when you want that record. It's now, And the longer that he goes without getting a job, the less likely it is he yes. gets back in. Yes. I know people are going to start to say, well, if Dable's bad next year, then you could bring in Belichick. I'm not even sure the Giants will go down that road. Now you're talking about another year older, and you're hiring him to rebuild something, which he proved he couldn't rebuild anything after Tom Brady. The Jets is a different story. The reason it's appealing is because they're ready to win now and they're desperate enough to reach out to him and and have a significant upgrade of what they have while nobody else is willing to do that. Okay, here's what's going to happen. The Jets will not reach out to him, nor should they. Uh, he will not get hired by anybody. He will not be coaching the NFL during the 2024 season. He might dip his toe in a little bit of TV. He, he won't be very good on TV, so I don't think he'll have a prominent role. Uh, he will scout. <clears throat> he will scour all sorts of college film, probably, may, well, maybe even go to a, a, like a consultation role, whether it's college or somewhere else, something like that to keep his mind fertile and, and connected to the game. And then next year, he will either coach the Giants if they implode and Dayball will be out, or the Buffalo Bills if McDermott doesn't get past the point that he's got to. Cowboys. And he will coach the Bills. I, I think, no. And I think well, that, I mean, McCarthy could be out there. I, I know, but I, no, for sure. I'm not saying that he's got a job for life. And, you know, I can, as we both made the case, that uh, McCarthy probably should have been let go after this. But I think, I think they made the right move. Keeping him, I'm just saying, like, that would mean, uh, to me, be a 
Seamless fit maybe next year. They keep him again if they fail to win the Super Bowl next year. Maybe Belichick there, but I, I, I mean, I don't think he's going. I just it doesn't seem like the right fit. His personality, the glitz and the glamour okay. of Dallas. Jerry's not going to cede power, even though Stephen Jones is doing a lot. I, I don't see Dallas, but I, I certainly hear what you're saying. To me, the Buffalo. You think the Giants the, would be a good fit? No doubt. Uh, he he is enamored with them. Ownership has always been enamored with him. But you're, if you're them, you're not doing it. Obviously, I would. No, no, if I, I would. Whoa, whoa, hold on a second. How could you say the Giants should hire him, but your Jets shouldn't when the Jets need him now desperately? Because More to, than the Giants. Well, first of all, because there's too many moving parts, and for him to become the head coach of the Jets now, you would have to blow everything up. Now, some would say, well, it's blow, it's worth blowing up, and I understand that when part of it. When you say blow it up, But what it would be mean? a clean break. If Dable trips next year, he's absolutely gone. Everybody else is gone. You have a clean slate for a guy who was your D.C. for Super Bowls and loves your franchise. So they would want him, and he would want them. Right, but if you don't think he's a good head coach anymore and you're saying that, then why the hell should the Giants oh, hire him? I'm not him? saying that he's going to win with the Giants. I'm just telling you that he would take the no. job and the Giants would hire him. Right, but would you, if you're the Giants, hire him? Oh, I'm him? misunderstood. I'm sorry. Okay. Would I? No. Okay. Well, I mean, I would hope so. Oh, I mean, otherwise, it's completely inconsistent with what I said the well, whole day. Well, well, I misunderstood what you said. But, I would but, not. But now, it's also a different situation. Like, if you ask me if I were the Giants next year, would I hire Belichick? Now, I'd certainly look into it. I think all these teams are foolish for not even looking into it. At least Atlanta did. It's the greatest head coach of all time. The least you could do is bring him into your building and see if he could clean things up and make you better. However, I could understand a scenario where the Giants may say, no, we're trying to project to have the coach for the next five to ten years. That's what makes this Jet situation to me so intriguing. They're not projecting forward. I if know. they were, they'd I take know. Salah out the door. Uh-huh. They'd get rid of Joe Douglas, and they'd start anew, draft a quarterback with or without Aaron Rodgers this year. They're not. They're doubling down. So to me, it's the perfect scenario, maybe the best of the bunch in, in the league in its entirety to have Bill Belichick take over. So the Fat Elvis reference was one thing that I said before. Right. I've got one more for you. Godfather Part 3. This is where it's going with Belichick. It's passed him by. Yeah. He's not the same. But if the you're energy, talking about one year. Not interested. I'm oh. just not. The guy's the greatest winner of all time. He makes your franchise credible mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. You don't want BB as the HC of the NYJ to rid yourself of the SOJ? Not interested in going full circle. All right, fun week, BT, as always. Enjoy championship weekend. We'll be back at it again on Monday, 10 a.m. Evan and Tiki, they're coming up next. Thanks to everybody who called, everybody listened. Appreciate each and every one of you. Boyle, Hoff, we appreciate you. We'll see you Monday. No one f***s with BT and Sal. BT and Sal do the f***ing. You understand? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.